Knuckleheads, welcome to episode 28 of the Beefy Boys Bud Club. I'm Joe and I'm joined here with Vito what up? and Christian. What up? And we are the Beefy Boys. All right, boys, what are we talking about today? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> we got some good shit for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a tale for you guys. A tale? A tale as old as time? That's right. Song as old as rhyme? So... Beauty and the Beast? I'm back where, back where I lived when I was, you know, eighth grade and then a freshman in high school. I lived out in the boonies, man. We didn't have shit to do. The boonies. Except for, like, blow fireworks up and, you know... Be fucking nuisances in the neighborhood. Ding dong ditching, leaving shit on porches, doing all God, that. God, you're such a shit. delinquent. You're such a stereotype. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the problem is I was, I was brought up on those stereotypes, seeing it in all those old movies from like the 80s and shit, where yep. they would like literally leave a burning bag of shit on a porch. And oh. it's like, you know, that's just kind of like what we wanted to do because it was funny. I think it was uh, that, that movie, uh, Billy Madison. That, that classic 80s jam from 1993, not, Billy no, no, Madison. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that movie being an 80s movie. I'm just talking about, like, one of our biggest influencers was Billy Madison. <laughs> the whole point of that movie is he's so juvenile, he has to go back to elementary school in his late 20s. Man. When That's, they light the bag. You, you're not supposed the to... Bag, like, <laughs> they the, emulate Yeah. They exactly. light the bag of duty on the guy's oh, porch. Man. He comes out and goes, it's poop again. He pops up from the tree. He goes, he called the shit poop. That has literally been like one of our biggest influencers as far as like leaving shit on porches and ding dong ditching and egging and all that good shit. Everybody's done it, man. False. I've never egged anyone. Have you guys not egged anybody? Oh. I've never egged a person. I'm good at two shoes. You know, I had no curfew in high school because I was such a good kid. I didn't need one. Yeah, I didn't have same. a curfew. I, I never had a curfew, man. Mm-hmm. I'm a good kid. I'd stay out till 4 a.m. sometimes, but never get in any trouble. Yeah. Never got in trouble with the law. We always <laughs> got in trouble with the people that we were fucking with. Yeah, there's a caveat, though. I never got in trouble. End statement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ha. Same. But I only anyway. got I only got detention twice in my life, and both times it was for not doing my homework. Okay. <laughs> we decided to up the ante, and uh, you know we got tired of you know going around to the same neighbor's house Friday Saturday night, ringing the shit out of their doorbell or leaving poop on their porch <laughs> or you know we got we got tired of it fairly quick, and I'm sure they were too. But you think you so? Think then they got- we found out that there was like an old abandoned asylum like right by our house what it's like probably where did you live it's like 15 20 minutes away from our house oh, like auburn area okay. auburn somewhere okay, okay, okay. but there's one in in you know like in the back end of sumner like you have to drive through a few fields of like crops and shit and then boom it's right there <laughs> and there's like a little like small group of houses on the little road up to it that are all condemned but they're not boarded up or anything like that. So one night we tried to blow up the window to the living room so that we could go into this house and check it out. Blow it up how? Like with an M80? Do you guys know those little triangle fireworks? No. That you buy on the reservation? I do not. They're literally like little pieces of paper that are folded like triangles that are filled with gunpowder. Okay. And they have a little, you know, a little wick. So we duct taped it. Which, you know, when you duct tape those things, it adds a bigger explosion to them. So we duct taped the shit out of these things. And when then we went up to the window and we put, we put one on the window. We lit the fucking thing. We ran away and we were expecting this window to just blow up. 
this, dude, that thing goes off and it was loud. It was loud as shit, and it was a big explosion. And this window, not a fucking <laughs> dent. <laughs> Nothing. Not not one thing happened to this window. Jesus so we were like, fuck. Christ. Let's just check the front door. Front door was locked. So then we go around the back. We're walking around the back of this house. Super spooky, man. Like, it's it's probably like 2 a.m. There's no cars, no nothing, no traffic, no cops, nobody. Nobody living anywhere close to these houses. Mm. So we were, you know, we were like, well, we're going to break into this house and check it out. We fucking looked through the back window at the back door, and somebody had already, like, ransacked the house. So, like, the cabinets were pulled out. All the drawers were open. Shit was all over the floor. And then the back door was locked, but there was a huge hole in the side of the door. But we decided to check the back shed out first. And so we we walk into this back shed. We turn on a flashlight. (laughs) The second we turn the flashlight on, this fucking bat goes flying out of the corner of the room. (laughs) Oh, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. And this fucking bat's literally just like, (laughs) and then flies out. And we're all losing our fucking marbles, man. We're all running abouts and scared scared shitless and we did this this is like what we this is what became of our friday and saturday nights was going to these abandoned houses and then eventually we were building up the the ball sack to go to the the, to the asylum and check it out and uh so this place was it was gated naturally it was gated and there was a caretaker house in front of of course so somebody lived there and they took care of the building and they watched it we were always going there trying to break in. We couldn't find the loophole to get into this guy's fucking fence. So we had to like keep going around the perimeter. And there was like this really weird side road. Like it was like a little like pathway mm-hmm. that was to the side that went into a whole bunch of trees and went into like a big like, you know, it, it was all trees and woods and shit. We were like, well, let's check this out. Let's see what we got going on over here. So we're in a group. It's like a group of like 10 of us. We start walking down there. Some of us are hanging back at the car. And then a few of us decide to go back and, you know, walkabouts and check out the trail. So we're walking down this trail and it is dead silent, man. I'm telling you, you don't hear anything. We're walking. Everybody's kind of spooked. Everybody's quiet. Got our flashlight and it's ahead of us. And all of a sudden you see like the silhouettes of like six or seven people and they're all standing there. (laughs) We saw them and we were like, oh, next thing you know, they start running towards us. And this is like the silhouette of people that one of them started running and the rest of them started running. We turn around and hauled ass back to the car. We're running and these guys are right behind us. You can literally hear their footsteps and I was terrified i thought i was gonna die i was like this is this is literally how i'm gonna die stereotypical bullshit where i was adventuring and end up getting killed and we come running out to the car and our buddy blake is standing by he's smoking a cigarette and drinking a gatorade we go blake get the car start the fucking car you just see him he's chugging gatorade just (laughs) spits his fucking gatorade throws his cigarette gets into the car we all jump in and these guys are like right behind it. You can see them 
coming up on the side of the car. They all had shovels. What? <laughs> Jesus. It was a group of like six dudes and they all had shovels. And Blake just goes, haul ass mm. and steps on his gas and just blows rocks into these guys. And we just fucking skate. We skate off. We just peel out of there. And that was like the last time that I had been in that area. And so I was just remembering this the other day because I heard somebody talking about like breaking into old abandoned buildings and checking it out and stuff just because we had always tried to get into that building and never succeeded. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get in there so bad. And, you know, Blake and them went the first time without me and they went with a different group of people who actually found their way through and actually got into the building and he took pictures of the inside and it was spooky. But after that, nobody could get in there. It was extremely hard. We eventually, you know, gave up on the place, but I just, for some reason, something kickstart my memory of that and like seeing those dudes on that trail was just, it was terrifying, man. You never really feel scared while you're adventuring until you run into something that you that you don't think is going to happen because it's not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. There's not supposed to be a group of six people out there with, with shovels. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Like what were they doing? Yeah. Why were they there? There was no vehicles, no cars, no nothing. Maybe they were the caretakers, man. Six dudes with shovels walking around. Yeah. That's pathway. weird. That's really and weird. this wasn't even part of the property. This was on the side of mm. the property. So it was like, this was like wooded area. I don't know what the fuck was going on in there, but if they were digging something up or digging a grave, grave robbers, putting somebody I in see. there, or oh, I don't know what it was. Shit. I didn't want any part of it, but they were <laughs> charging at us with their shovels and they were going to let us have it, man. That's crazy. Ain't that some shit? <sighs> that is some shit. Yeah. And I was like 13 years old. Like 13 <laughs> or 14. Oh yeah, you said you were in 8th grade or whatever. That's crazy. It was like eighth grade, ninth grade. I was That's 13, crazy. 14 years That's old. Crazy. You remind me, though, talking about fireworks. When I was in high school, we got into fireworks for a while. And my first car was a 1986 Buick Saber. <laughs> it was maroon. <laughs> it was like a boat. The thing, I couldn't make a three-point turn. If I had to make a U-turn, it was more like a 17-point turn. <laughs> it did not steer well. Anyways, it had one of those like retractable antennas because oh, yeah. it was fancy, but it was broken, so it would never come up. So we would use that hole in the back of the car bottle to launch bottle rockets out of. <laughs> How did you know? I launched bottle rockets out of everything, including exactly my ass cheek. <laughs> we did this so often there were scorch marks around it. My mom was like, you're going to blow up your car. Oh, geez. <clears throat> but the one story I did have to tell, which I totally forgot in the time we were talking about dead bodies, and this is going to get sad for a second, but <clears throat> I was at my dad's funeral last year, right around this time. And I mentioned this earlier on the last episode, but my dad is basically Randy Marsh personified. My dad loves like 70s, this is a tangent, but my dad loves like 70s rock. So the first time he heard the Guardians of the Galaxy theme song, or uh, soundtrack, he got really excited. So he asked us to play it at his funeral. So we did. And I'm talking to Tim, and I'm like, do you recognize this music that's playing? He's like, yeah, it's like just like classic rock. I'm like, no, no, this is the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. And he's like, ha ha, very funny. And then like it switches from the first track to the second track. He's like, wait, is this actually the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, he asked us to do that. That's a fantastic so, Shout out to Marvel yeah. for 
being the music at my dad's funeral. That's insane. <laughs> Anyways, we, we this was like a really popular funeral home, and the way this one was set up, it had a lot of those like false walls or whatever, so they could like set up multiple funerals at once without like disturbing the mm-hmm. resting place. So they had one of those walls set up, and I didn't realize this was a fake wall. So I like leaned, my mom was in the back of the room and I like wanted to tell her something. So I like leaned against the wall to like whisper to her and I fell right through this false wall on the other side of the wall, dead lady, just like hanging out, waiting for the next funeral. Oh. <laughs> so I crashed through a fake wall into a dead lady in the middle of my dad's funeral. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I got up as fast as I could and shut the wall. <laughs> oh my God. That is, oh. dude, dead bodies are no joke. Like, that's some, that's some spooky shit. I personally, I mean, I said it before when I told that Home Depot story. I don't really have, like, a, a sensitivity towards seeing it. Mm-hmm. It's smelling it. Yeah. If I smell it, that. it's going yeah. to fuck me up. Like, when I went to Hiroshima, the smell of the museum. Really? The nuclear bomb museum stuck with me. For maybe two years. It would not leave and it frightened me every single time I thought of it and smelt it. That museum did a number on me. It fucked me up. I'd never seen anything so brutal and so gross and violent in my fucking life. I'm 10 years old walking through this museum and there's charred fingers, charred clothes. And there's like the, the famous like bank stairs where that dude was sitting on, Mm -hmm. and the blast, like, shadowed him onto it. Mm -hmm. Dude, that museum fucked me up so bad. That's the kind of thing that terrifies me. Nuclear bombs? Well, nuclear bombs have always been, like, my biggest, like, biggest deep, darky spooky. You know, like, I dream about them probably twice a week. And it always wakes me up, and I always can't go back to sleep because it fucks me up. Vito, what's your biggest... Deep, darkest, spooky. Uh, I feel like I don't have one. You've got to have some. Werewolves is the answer. Werewolves are terrifying. No, they're not werewolves. <laughs> We're werewolves, <laughs> not werewolves. <swear-wolves. laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude! I, I also movie. gotta say the dark. The dark freaks me out. That was me when I was a kid. I was terrified. I dark freaks me out. I can on. sleep. I can sleep in it, and it doesn't really bug me. It's if I'm somewhere unfamiliar and it's extremely dark. I am not a fan of that. And especially somewhere that should have light and having it not be. So like Mamo's bathroom. Mimos? Yes, on the app. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> How Ladies drunk and were gentlemen, you? How this drunk place you? was, this place is a fucking shithole. Yeah. And I don't know why people go there, but. Because it's open late. It's well, open until 24 four. hours. Yeah. It's and 24 hour Mexican The thing about Mimos is it's awful Mexican food, but it's open late. You only go there when you're hammered, and even then you're like, this food is terrible. Why did we come here? And no one has a good answer for you, you know? Because Aladdin's like, right down the street's open until two anyway. So just go there. So I go to I, I'm I'm in there, I'm with uh I'm with Matt and our buddy Troy. And Matt Norberg? Yeah. He oh. goes there all the time. He loves that place. But <sighs> we would. talk about it all the time. That spooky fucking bathroom that should have light. <laughs> But you go walking in there, and it's pitch black. And you're like, is there a light in here? And the guys working there are like, nope. Oh, well, that's good. And then there's literally homeless people hanging out in the bathroom. Of course. And it's, well, because it's open 24 hours. 
pitch black and there's like three different homeless people hanging out in there. It's like, remember I Am Legend? Remember that yeah, movie? You remember when he's looking movie, for his dog yeah. and he's like got his flashlight, he's covering it with his hand and then he's like moving his mm-hmm. hand out of the way and then all of a sudden he sees that like circle jerk of aliens or monsters or whatever. They were zombies. Huddled together yeah. like... That's literally Mamo's. Although they were more like they were weird zombies because they were like allergic to light, so they're like basically vampires. vampires like yeah. vampires on in the book, they can talk, and they are va- just vampires. I like I the know. I like the original, the, the Omega Man. That one was. Well, I don't know what you're referencing. That one was great. I, that's like where I Am Legend got its like. Oh well, it's based on a book. It's based on a book. Yeah. But then they made the Omega Man, and then they made I, I Am Legend. I see. But I Am Legend to me wasn't a bad movie. I thought it had its it was terrible dumb parts. But I mean, I was young when it came out, and I saw it in the IMAX, so of course <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like the one down at the planetarium. Yeah. I saw Dark Knight there, and <sighs> it broke halfway through, so we got an intermission, which was useful because that movie's too long. <laughs> that movie's long. Uh, End game three hours, folks. I know that's it. fucking nuts. Um. Yeah, I feel like I'm not really spooked by much, and it's probably because of my sort of semi nihilism. <laughs> it's like I mean, sure. It, like if something was gonna be really horrible, I would just like accept it and die, <laughs> kind of thing. That's how I felt. I told you guys the time I got caught in a riptide, right? When I was in Southern California, same um, day I stepped in a dolphin, and I got caught in a riptide, and they had to send like the Baywatch guys out to rescue me. Wow. When when I was caught in the riptide, I realized that I was floating out to sea and I couldn't get back, so I just accepted it. I'm like, this is how I die. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you guys can do that. I can't do that. I panic, and then I die because I panic. I die before I mean, you guys because I, I panic. Yeah. That's why. They say most people, like, what is it, 25% of people panic. No, 50%. 50% of people do nothing. 25% of people panic and 25% of people do what they should do and the odds that you're one of those people who do the proper thing increases dramatically depending on the amount of training you had but like I've been in a few emergency situations and I'm pretty much just a do nothing person (laughs) I've just accepted it like I don't panic but I also don't do what I'm supposed to do like when I told everyone the story of a guy caught ripped like you just have to swim parallel to the shore I'm like I know I know intellectually how to escape a riptide okay but when you're caught in it it's different when you're stuck in a riptide man that's why they're so dangerous i told you guys about the boating accident right when i was 12 years old did i tell a story no maybe well so when i was 12 years old uh we were down the shore and we were out crabbing with my dad trying to just catch little crabs we did we figured out if you tie like a glow stick into your crab pot the crabs can see it and they come more frequently so we're just catching these little crabs and we had this speedboat that we had had forever. And the speedboat was fucking cursed, I swear. Like, they lost it for three weeks. Like, somebody had failed tying it up or something, and it floated away. <laughs> and this was, like, in 1998. So it was, like, pre-cell phones or whatever. So then, like, they found it because it washed it up on, like, somebody's private dock or whatever. And, like, hey, I think this is your boat. Can you come get it? Wow. So we came and got it that day. That night, we're on the dock just, like, doing the crabs or whatever. And my uncle shows up, and this was a tiny little speedboat, right? Rated for about six people in it. <clears throat> they already got seven people in it. Like, it's like my uncle and his best friend and their girlfriends and their dad. And they're like, you guys want to come for a ride? They're drunk as shit. Like, you guys want to come for a ride? Hop on in. So we all get in the boat. <clears throat> so now there's 12 people in this boat that's ready to hold about six. Me, my sisters, my dad, and then a bunch of my uncles and shit. And we're just cruising along, cruising along, cruising along. And we start to realize it's too far weighted in the back. Like, it's going over the waves too high. So they put all the larger people towards the front, including me. Then the drunk moron who's driving the boat just cuts the engine. 
So we go over a wave and we go immediately under. So now the boat is completely submerged. Oh my God. Like, so we're going down and I'm just standing there like, huh, that's weird. Why is the boat under the water now? <laughs> so like my sister Renee is freaking out. It's like running to my dad to help her. My dad knows what to do because he's in enough emergency situations. So he just grabs Renee, who's like five years old at the time, just throws her overboard. Jessica, same thing. I literally just stand there. I stand there and stand there. So like people are jumping overboard. My uncle jumps overboard and then the boat tips over. I still haven't moved. So now I'm under the boat, not moving. And I'm like, all right. Then I'm like, okay, I got to do something because I'm like, I'm going to fucking drown. So I try and swim under the boat and I can't. I didn't go deep enough. I try and swim under the boat and I didn't go deep enough again. And I'm like, all right, I'm not giving up. (laughs) I go all the way down. It was only like six feet of water. I go all the way down to the bottom. I swim out and I come up and I'm like 20 feet away from the rest of everyone else because they jumped off the boat. I was the only idiot who didn't. And I can hear my dad shouting, Joe, where's Joe? Where's Joe? I'm like, I'm I'm right, I'm right, I'm right here. So then uh, the seats all fell off because they were flotation devices. So we're using like the seat to float. And my dad is pulling us in as my uncles are like going under the boat and trying to push it. Because like I said, it's only about six or seven feet of water. So it's like too deep to stand in. But like they could go down to the bottom, push the boat and a few inches. And, their, yeah. and we weren't that far out. We're only in the bay. So we get all the way back to land. Finally, my uncle Bill, who was like a high school track star, sprints back to the beach house and wakes everybody up <laughs> soaking wet. He's soaking wet. He comes busting in the door. He's like, I just want you to know. The kids are okay. And my mom's like, Bill, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you so wet? My children were not okay. worth you, with you. He's like, the kids are okay. Don't worry. <laughs> the kids are okay. <laughs> so, then he tells them the story. Then they like come to pick us up. And when we got home, <clears throat> nobody wanted to hear our story because they had turned the TV on. And that was the same night that Princess Diana died. So that was like bigger news than our crazy boating accident. <laughs> Wow. <clears throat> that's nuts. That's I can't believe I never told that no, story. That's a curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, you never told me that story. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm the kind of person who does not <laughs> respond well to tra- to the crisis situations. I literally just stood there while so the boat sank. So you're the person that can't sit in the emergency section in, a, in an airplane. I mean, I say I'll do just fine. I can follow direction. That's all they want to know. Like, do you think you'd be able to open this window? I'm like, no, yes. I yes, can't. I think I'll be able to open the I window. I can't pull a fucking window. <laughs> exactly. Uh. I think I almost drowned once when I was a kid. I did too. Yeah, I think drowning's terrifying, man. Yeah, I was uh, I, th- I uh, insulted one of my friends, and they almost drowned me. Like holding your head under yeah. the water, Jesus Christ! Dude, kids don't think about that shit, but yeah. they, it's like that's how kids die in water. I also almost got choked to death by my brother. I think what? What did you do? Oh well, he he gets pissed off easily, mm. and especially when it's me because like. Younger or older? Older. He's yeah. like 10 years yeah. older, right? Seven years older. Yeah, yeah and, he, and he just, like, I can't even remember what even happened, but it was just, like, I did I did something to take him off, and, and he just got super angry and started choking me out. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I think the scariest that's just thing was, sibling life, man. Like, the scariest thing when I was a kid was, like, when you go to the pool, and you would, like, jump off some, like, little floaty walkway that they have, and then you go under the floaty, and you go up and your head hits like the the phone. I don't can't say I've ever had that experience. You're stuck scary. you're stuck underneath and that's where you panic. Well that's like the boat. That was the kid, boat situation. <laughs> yeah. You you're trying exactly. to come up out of the water but you 
hit this little foam floaty thing that kids are standing on. So you're fucking stuck underneath it. You don't know what's going on. You don't know. So you start flailing about. Yeah. And it really makes you think that it's like you panic so fast without thinking. You, you remind yeah. me of when I was a marine biologist, we had to do water safety training. So like you put on the big Gumby suit and you jump in and then you have to practice like riding a life raft because oftentimes when they inflate, they're upside down. So you have to flip them over and they're really fucking heavy. So you basically have to like stand on top of this upside down life raft, grab these straps and fall backwards mm -hmm. and then don't let the like CO2 canister bop you in the fucking head. <laughs> like, Jesus it's Christ. crazy. I'm going to let Benjamin in. He's he locked himself out. <laughs> the dog is a goddamn knucklehead. Knuckle, yeah. knuckle, knucklehead. I wanted to tell, you mentioned, you reminded me, since we all have siblings, yeah. I wanted to tell some good sibling stories. So when I was, I don't remember this, but apparently when I was like three and my sister Jessica was like 18 months old, so before she could really move around, I would take all of her toys and put them like three inches out of her reach. So she'd be sitting there. And there'd be like a circle of toys around her just out of reach. And she would get more and more frustrated until she would start to cry. And then my mom would yell at me. <laughs> and I would just be standing there smirking. Wow. <laughs> one time, my youngest sister, my mom had one of the cars with those, like, the parking brake was on the column. So, so we, we also had a inclined driveway. So we were at the bottom of the driveway, but up the incline. And my mom had gotten out to get the mail. And I'm like, Renee, if you pull that lever, the candy will come out. <laughs> So Renee pulls the parking brake wow. and puts the car neutral and starts rolling down the hill. Oh my <laughs> and my gosh. mom like jumps in and like squishes her leg and like, what are you, why did you do that? And shouts at her and Renee's, you know, like five. So she's crying. But then once she told my mom, I told her to do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the worst. Dude, I was, a, I was a little children and my grandpa was working on our van. But he left me in the car. He left me in the van with the keys in it and the, and the van running. I put the van in drive and drove right through our garage door. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say I caught a pretty good ass whooping after mm -hmm. that. And, you know, this is the same, around the same circa time of getting my mouth washed out with soap because I Oof, said stupid. Yeah. So I was, I was catching... Because you said stupid. <laughs> catching whippings left and right so because I was just... <laughs> Dude, drove oh, a fucking man. van through a garage door. That's always one of my favorites. And then when he'd be cleaning the van, I'd always pick up, like, big piles of dirt and throw it at the van. <laughs> and then spray it off with a hose and be like, I cleaned it. I'm cleaning it. So I'd throw, like, rocks and shit and, like, dirt and throw it all over the windshield and then spray it off with a hose and be like, okay, it's clean. Great times, man. I miss my grandpa. We had a septic system when I was growing up because, again, we lived in the woods in the middle of nowhere. And I flushed marbles down at one time. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to blame it on my imaginary friend. <laughs> so, like, they, like, we couldn't use a toilet for a few days, and they had to come and, like, clean it out because, you know, those things are fragile. <laughs> you should not flush marbles down your toilet. No, uh, you got it. Uh. Septic systems are, they're very fucking sensitive. Mm -hmm. The second you do something out of the ordinary, <laughs> it's totally fucked. Yep. There's no bueno, man. It reminds me when uh, the toilet at work w was out for like a week and a half because somebody flushed, somebody down flushed a hypodermic needle. Oh. No, somebody flushed a t-shirt, man. What? No, I thought it was a needle. Towel. That's why they made a sign saying don't flush paper towels down the toilet. Oh, you mean oh, those wait. toilets? <laughs> yeah. What about the time when the upstairs bathrooms 
got clogged up. And, and there were leaking gray water into the department. Yes, yeah. I remember. But that was a hypodermic needle, not a t-shirt. No, no, no. This was, this was like, you know, this was in September, I think. Is that, is that when the... <laughs> it's happened more than once. This is when it flooded. Oh. It flooded our whole department. Jesus. And Did you close? We had to close down Oh, wow. Obviously. Because well, yeah, I, ca- I called Frank and I was like, yo, dude, there's shit water coming up. And he's like, get out. <laughs> get, out. get out. Get out. <laughs> there's... So there's, fucking, there's like three or four situations where you like legally have to close the yeah, store immediately. Yeah, and that's one of them. And that's but one somebody of them. No way. That's yeah. I know. But there was found, that one time. They found the clog and they pulled it out and it was a fucking summer's best T-shirt. What? <laughs> <laughs> so it was like an employee. So some that's fucking, fucking employee hilarious. flushed a T-shirt. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, there it, was man. the there was one time while I was still working there when the sink, like the hand sink, had water sewage backing up into it, and we didn't close. And what happened was the upstairs toilet was clogged because someone tried to flush a hypodermic needle down it. Yeah, good times, man. Wow. Yeah. Love those needles. This week's podcast is brought to you by the Beefy Boys. Just three cool dudes hanging out, talking about sports, video games, music, and whatever else they feel like. <clears throat> find them at their website, www.beefyboys.com. Also, we you find your other podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, you know, all the regulars. The Beefy Boys, the best show on planet Earth. Uh, dude, I was so I want to kind of go back to the to the deep darkies. Are you guys scared of the woods? Like when no, you go when you go. Can I uh, tell a quickie while you're mentioning yeah. the woods? Um, it's not even really a story, but it's just sort of something that happens. I I uh, so because I lived in uh, Big Bear, California, on a mountain in the woods. Um, and there's like city and, and like normal streets and everything that goes everywhere. But, uh, my friend's neighborhood and my neighborhood, uh, had a shortcut. You could, if you went through the woods, it was a lot faster. And so I went like at midnight through the woods (laughs) 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 and nothing, nothing weird or scary happened, but it was, it was pretty creepy. It's eerie. Yeah. Being in the forest at nighttime is... And we had all kinds of coyotes and shit. So coyotes are not weird, scary. Well, no, not scary, but like they can hurt you for sure. If, no, if there's a pack. Can't. If it's one, it'll run away because you're too big. But if coyotes pack, max out at 40 fucking pounds, all right? You, you can take, you can like punt a coyote. They're tiny. Well, They're like a big fox. I'm not saying it was something to be scared of. I'm just saying like if there was five of them, they could probably They'd kill probably you. probably fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to definitely fuck uh, you gonna up. They're going to at least fuck you up if not kill you. You just yeah. sacrifice your forearm and then you take your elbow. Break their fucking necks, man. It's easy. Easy peasy. Yeah, easy. And I, ain't survival scared, expert, I ain't scared man. of coyotes. There <laughs> 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 grills over here. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, man. I just think it's... Uh, we yeah we went uh, as a fucking nerdy fat ass teenager. I'm not gonna fucking karate chop a coyote. Did you guys hear? <laughs> this is this is Ara's favorite story. But did you guys hear about the time that a coyote was in the federal <laughs> building in downtown Seattle? Sorry, what you, so, you have to repeat what you said. <laughs> a coyote man. broke into the federal building in the middle of the day in downtown Seattle, and they found it on like the fifth floor, which means somehow it got through security and onto the elevator. <laughs> 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 like nobody stopped it. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Bring your dog to work. Day. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I've seen a coyote around here. They are. You they can are. hear them for yeah. sure. Yeah. They're around here. I mean, we have enough rabbits for them to eat. <laughs> yeah. They have the homeless people don't eat them first. The rabbits? Yeah, they eat everything, man. They, that's why they have worms and shit. 
They eat the possums what? and then they eat the rabbits and stuff. They should, oh man, I'm just thinking about that rat that chased me out of my own yeah, yard. Yeah, you gotta go today. catch it, dude. You Jesus. better go catch it before somebody calls dibs on it. Ugh. I mean, I know they climbed the bamboo to try and get up on the roof, and I've heard, heard them trying to claw on the side of the house, but we're pretty well rodent proof. Nice. We had the whole thing like rodent proof, so. Nice. And it's well insulated, too. I would just go into that bamboo and. Light it on fire. I want to chop it all down. Ara's like, it's, but it's nice. And I'm like, oh, but it's so such a thicket and a hassle. And plus, like, so many people have just, like, abandoned. There's so many, like, rusted out microwaves and shit on that side of the house because people just throw shit over there, especially when they move out of the house next door. Like, we'll just put it in this bamboo thicket. Like, get your <laughs> garbage out of the side of my house. <laughs> like, I had to have an electrician come, and we have a conduit along the outside of our house, and the only way that they could get to it was to crawl out of my bedroom window because there's too much bamboo on either side to get to that side of the fucking house. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, I really want to know. So you're a goat expert. Do goats eat bamboo? They eat everything. They eat everything. But do they eat bamboo? Yeah, probably. I want to rent a goat, but I'm like, I know they're gonna go straight from my blackberry bush, which I want to keep. I like the blackberry. Yeah, they're gonna eat that shit. Yeah. Yeah. fast. but that's on the other side of the house. So I think if we have a good goat herder, we can get them to just eat the bamboo. <clears throat> I know they love brambles. <laughs> they're gonna eat, They're gonna eat your grass before they eat your bamboo. That's fine. We're bad at mowing the lawn. <laughs> 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 but you know they'll they'll eat everything you know they'll just sit there and eat 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 shit do you guys shit. know of any good goat rental places i also have here? a machete if you want one do you do yeah interesting but that's st- even then i have to like dig it up that's like like macheting it is just the first half because the shit grows so fast <laughs> it'll just grow back yeah exa- exactly well, you gotta I, dig I it out, up out of the ground um, uh, a tree corpse uh, by macheting down its Maybe, fucking leftovers. When I have a few days off, I'll go out there and machete it all and then dig it all up and yeah. then like hire like a junk hauling company to get rid of all the crap out there too. Yeah. Or even know, if you just have like, like an, enough bins. Just pay somebody to do it? No, because you can have as much your, uh, yard. I know. There's no limit on yard waste, yeah, yeah. I know. I like how we're just having this real-ass conversation in the podcast. This is is how you can tell that I'm in my fucking 30s is I'm concerned about the fucking bamboo next to my house. Uh, Um, Speaking of spooky stories, I got a bunch of bamboo next to my house. Oh, there's all those animals living in there. Fucking rats in my bamboo. Bamboo. You think a goat will eat it? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. This is why people come to this show. Fucking goat herder, dude. <laughs> what is, that's what they call him. I don't even pointed it out. I'm really thinking, like, Jesus Christ, we literally had a fucking conversation about goat herding bamboo. Yeah. Like eating bamboo, <laughs> killing it with a shovel and machete. How to take out, how, this has been very informative on how to get rid of out of control bamboo forests thickets in your own backyards, man. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to think. I'm trying to think. We, of like, we paid to get a tree cut down, and then it's it, it, it's corpse like uh, grew out like a bunch of little trees, mm-hmm. and I had to cut it all down with a machete. It was like a forest in like a month. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like, while we're on the topic, we also have a fig tree in the backyard that's growing yeah. so out of control. We can't pick the figs fast enough, so they just like end up as like fruit grenades, and because they all <laughs> ripen at the same time, so yeah. like my car is just covered in. Rotted figs for like a week because they keep falling on it. Figs are so spooky. I don't like. You figs. don't like figs? Why not? It's like you ever had a fig Newton? It's like bug eggs, man. I don't. Like <laughs> what? You just like aesthetically, you don't like them. I like just, when you see a fig texture uh, and the idea of it and the way it looks and. I just don't really like them because they're too so sweet. Like, 
I like them. But the birds go crazy for that shit. Yeah. It's absurd. It's because it's fucking bug eggs. And uh, one day I was like, go pick all the figs. So I go under there. Oh my God, it was Spider City under that fucking oh, fig tree, man. <laughs> I had to get a broom as like my spider spear. It's <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> get all these webs out of here. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying I had to think. A bowl full of figs I'm trying that. to think of like the the scariest fucking thing that has ever happened to me. I for some reason can't pinpoint an exact. Because you had so many fucking scary things happen to you. That's because I love spooky. Yeah, shit. but you, but they're all like, like they're all self inflicted wounds. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I put myself in these positions because I I love the thrill of it. Yeah. It's like people who jump out of fucking airplanes. Yeah. I would never do that, but people love the thrill of free falling. Free, see, free falling. I just love the idea of maybe we can go in here and maybe we can see if ghosts are real and check it out. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it's usually just like a homeless guy who's yelling at us, or a bat in the back of a shed, or just like the usual uneasy atmosphere of having something be. Cold and abandoned and left forgotten. There was a house over there by by Home Depot and Northwest Hospital and shit that was abandoned for years. Like, I'm telling you, this was like, this house had nobody living in it for probably, I'd say, a good six or seven years. And it just stood there and the grass grew huge and the house just kind of like hung around. So we were like, all right, we're going to go. I'm going to break into this place, check it out. And so we go to the back door. And well, first off, the smell was rancid. The smell, it was so bad. Like you could smell the house. When you'd walk up close to it, you could smell it from like, you know, from a distance. You could smell this place. And I want to say that it smelled like corpse. Because I know what corpse smells like and it sticks with you. But I didn't know that that's what it smelled like at, at that time. So I don't... But I don't think it was... It, it was definitely dead rodents. But it wasn't like a dead human, obviously. Just because it should, that shit just doesn't happen. You're not dead for six years in a house in the middle of the city and not found. Um, it just doesn't happen. Well, so, it could have been a squatter. I mean... Well, I mean, that's true, but... This place was pretty, you know, right on a main road. Like everybody saw this house every day. I, I just don't think it was something like that. But we fucking go to the back door and open it up. Dude, this house is like furnished and shit. It was <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keep talking. <laughs> sure, you're going to fucking kill yourself. Fucking like, ninja, man. Yeah, and trying to ninja yourself across these fucking microphones. He's gone to the bathroom so many times, it's about time to get that prostate check. Ninja. <laughs> Vito, grab your gloves, bud. Uh-oh. Snap up those gloves. It's time. But, dude, you open up the back door, this house is fully fucking furnished. Foreskin. <laughs> the sleeve. Uh, and I think, to me, that, in, in my opinion, that was... Like the most terrifying part of that, that house, yeah. th- that experience is that you walk in and there's a table, there's a couch, there's chairs and photos and sh- it's fucking furnished. Yeah. But it's just cold 
and abandoned and wet and mildewy and moldy. And somebody heard shuffling in the back, so we all fucking took off running. But just the view of that inside of that house, like the fact that nothing was emptied out, everything was still there, really didn't... I had dreams about this place, like yeah. a lot. Like I mean, it was always something that I, I would feel like you would. Like I would wake up in it and I'd know exactly where I was, yeah. but I didn't know what was going on. You know You know when I do feel that fucking spooky dark ass feeling is in dreams. I don't really feel it that much in real life at all, if if at all. But in dreams I definitely do like because the dreams will like restrict you in ways that you aren't restricted in life, you know? Yep. You're not physically able to like, sometimes you'll be, like, scared of something, and then you won't be able to physically move your body or whatever. Just in the dream. I haven't had, like, actual sleep paralysis, but, like, dream paralysis, I guess. <laughs> right. I, I mean, sleep you paralysis know. fucking sucks. Yeah, I've never had that, but... And it's something know. that you can't really avoid. Yeah. If you get it, you get it. Yep, yep. And there's no way out of it unless you just naturally come out of that state. I've never seen anything having sleep paralysis besides dreaming. Right. But I've never seen, like, figures in my room. Like, I read a lot about that, and people always say, like, oh, yeah, there's something standing, like, right above me. I've never seen that. I've never had that. Thank thank God. That's, so, like, my story. It's funny. I have this dream thing to talk about. It's, it's I got this weird recurring theme, I guess, on some idea. And I don't dream often, so that's why I can be, like, it's definitely a recurring theme, because it's happened a lot, is I'll be... In a sort of normalish situation, and then there'll be this bug of some sort, like a flying creature, or like, uh, or like, uh, not not just one. It's usually like a swarm or something, probably. Um, sometimes it's just one, and then there's some kind of reason why I feel threatened by it in the dream, and then I feel like I need to kill it, so I just kill it, and then it like splits into two, or like, oh, fuck. stings stings me, and I and I and I and, I, and it hurts, or. You know, so some kind of weird, like, I, I can't, I can't win kind of dream. Right. I, I, I'm just like, I'm scared of this bug for some reason, but then I try and crush it, but then it like stings me and it hurts. Like, oh no, what a terrifying <laughs> yeah, but, thing. It hurts. No, no, but, but like, but like, in the, well, I can't think of more than one explanation. I'm just messing with you. Yeah. <sighs> like, I don't think that was actually one of the things that hurt, that, that happened, but it, like, I can think of this one where it was like, almost like a Maggie thing. I was trying to get off the bed and I couldn't get it off or something and... So I, I just, like, started killing them, and then they, like, mm. multiplied or something while I was killing them. I was like, what the fuck do I do You You do remind me. I am also scared of spiders, but yeah. I have a legit reason. I don't know. I think Christian, so I don't know if you saw when I got bit by that hobo spider, and there was just, like, a yeah, wound on my ankle for a month. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Yeah, when you get bit by those fucking things, it's... Yeah. yeah. It sucks. Bad. It sucks. It, it, it literally affected my mood for, like... Three months. <laughs> whenever, whenever I, I still see have a, a scar on my not, ankle from it. That's not one I recognize as like a corner dweller or something like that. I'll fucking smush that shit. Mm. The good thing is, is at least I don't see it. If I'm bit by a spider, I don't see it. But if I know and I see physically see the spider crawling on me, yeah. I'd probably pass out. One hundred percent pass out. I flicked spiders off of me, and before. people fucking buy these fucking things as pets. <laughs> it's the most. <laughs> torturous thing for me to see like well what about like tarantulas because they're what, what's your guys' shit, biggest you know? phobia 
I guess that's werewolves. a good question. <laughs> like a phobia, phobia, not like a fuck, not not fucking werewolf. <laughs> werewolves um, are terrifying. Talking like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Talking like arachnophobia or being scared of heights or something like that. What's your guys? Werewolfophobia. Oh, <laughs> you're a goof. Do you uh, have one? Are you spooked of rodents or rats uh, or, or I'd sorry? Say uh, my my, I have like an anxiety feeling around uh, not not knowing where. Um, or sort of an anxiety around travel, I guess. Yeah. Uh, where I, I'm fine during traveling and, and like all that. It's the lead up. It's the lead up where it's like, am I going to make it on time? Am I going to miss this? Am I going to have to like take the next day flight or whatever? Like, you know, I get all it. that kind of shit. I hate that shit. I, I, get, hate, I hate that kind of that f- stuff. So I got that kind of feeling. I guess it would just be spiders for me. Like, I'm not scared of public speaking, obviously. Mm. We have a fucking show that we just talk the <laughs> A whole show time. where we literally <laughs> yeah. speak to the fucking public. Yeah. Um, like, I work as an educator, as so my job as... is to talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. And then as far as, like, actual, like, fear phobias, I don't think I have any mm. that I can... Fear of the dark! Of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I revel in the dark, dude. When it's fucking like nice and clear and dark outside, I just want to go for like a walk out in the night. Damn. Oh my god, this is like the dorkiest thing ever. But I used to be really scared of the dark until I, <laughs> until I played Tales of Symphonia two. <laughs> like <laughs> the plot of that game is that like the light religion is evil and like the dark religion is your friend so like the god of darkness talks about how great darkness is how it's like a warm enveloping hug and then i just wasn't scared of the dark anymore that's wow. pretty cool though i told you that was that the dorkiest cool. thing ever it's kind of dorky but it's pretty cool. Cool. shit. yeah yeah um i'm not a believer in a believer i'm not <laughs> i'm not a, i'm not a believer in the fact of Throwing yourself into your phobia situation yeah. to make you get what, over immersion it. therapy. I mean, but that shit works though. Sure, <laughs> but no. <laughs> you wouldn't. You don't just want to be like no. submerged in spiders or whatever. I'm, <laughs> like, no, absolutely not. There is no way. There is no what? amount of money, and there is nothing that you can do to get me to See, lay down and have to... like ten spiders crawl over, or like just you know dip what, you in the ocean. You know what we need is with is a shark, a video camera, and a tarantula, and we have to have them pet one. <laughs> We it's have been a done video before camera. by another podcast group, but now that I know this, I want Whatever. to do it. I'd pass out. But it just reminds me of The Simpsons did it from South Park. Just because an idea has been done before doesn't mean we can't do it. We aren't the yeah. only podcast to break fucking, it I'd fucking you. pass out. I could not touch a tarantula. It's got its hairy legs and it's a lot of eyes. I, no. no. <laughs> People have these things as pets. Yeah, yeah they do. That is so <laughs> fucked. How did you. What if it gets out? They're not like poisonous. Cage. Yeah, and they don't hurt people. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they don't. They don't like to bite uh, people. If I'm at somebody's house, and their tarantula is not in their big, hot tank, and it's walking on their wall, I'm throwing my shoe at it. Oh my god, you reminded me. In fourth grade, we had a class snake, and it escaped one day. We couldn't find it. All but I'm day. not scared of snakes. Hold on, we found it the next day. It had been cooked. It had crawled into the oven where it was warm, and then when the lunch ladies turned it on to cook the meal the next <laughs> no! day, they cooked the <laughs> Poor snake. snake. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, oh no. no. It was probably like, God. Reptiles, man, so, they like hot like, this things. Place is so warm. Then <laughs> he's like, fuck. Oh, no. Why is it getting so hot? <laughs> yeah. It's like, shit, it's, it was warm, but now it's hot. And then all of a sudden, he's just steaming. <laughs> <laughs> he's burnt. <laughs> 
Fuck. baked snake. <laughs> it was like a hint of snake in the mac and cheese that day. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm oh. kidding. Just like the aroma. <laughs> Dude, it's like those people that burn their house down because they tried to fucking blow torch a spider on their way. <laughs> they fucking catch their house on fire. Oh, man. I mean, that's, see, that's not me. I'm just going to smash the spider yeah. and let it go. Or if I really am feeling gracious, I'll trap it and then take it outside. You ever seen one of those giant house spiders uh, that we honestly, have around here? I, it feels bad. But house spiders are scary. I, the giants, I mainly yeah. kill the things because I'm too lazy to capture it and <laughs> let it release it. <laughs> like, I'd rather just uh, smush just it. Just crush it. Just crush it. Yeah, it's I was like, trying to leave them alone because we have ant problems. I'm like, just take out the ants for me, you know. Yeah, we have we we keep the nice ones, but there's we, we, we when we see a spider, we research what it is. <laughs> That's um, so dorky. <laughs> <laughs> so like, there's I this, hope you do it with a book. I'd be like, pull up a book. <laughs> oh, here's yeah. the spider. Break out the spider guy. I, mean, I think we have one, but um, a spider guy? spider PDA or whatever. That. I couldn't have that. But, in my um, house. <laughs> guess what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking die. Because we like research it, and if it's not like dangerous at all, we just smash it. Here's one. I mean, we don't smash it. Here's a phobia (laughs) that you just leave it alone. Yeah. Here's a trending phobia, and one that really caught me off guard. It's the (laughs) fear of losing all your followers. It's the fucking. (laughs) It's the holes in your skin. Oh, dude. What? My fiance, like. I, I think almost got the phobia because it was on the internet. Like yes. she she'd never been exposed to it before until the internet. I saw like a picture of it. And I think it's kinda gross, but it's not a phobia for me. But it's for her, scary, it's totally man. Phobia. Like wormholes in your fucking skin. Yeah. I don't like it. You look like it's a when barnacle. The people edit edit like holes over skin so it looks like there's holes in the skin. Oh like a disease. Like, I can't remember what it's called, but you, I think you gotta look yeah. it up so you can see it. But you, you gotta just look up look up fucking holes in your skin yeah. phobia. I can't remember what it's called. I can't keep up with all these these kids and their weird shit. Tip yeah. t- where you're scared of like. Did you your listen telephone. to my sister's podcast? The one about phobias. What? The phobia of long words is like a twenty letter word. That's, oh, That's hilarious. I think it's a joke. Ironic. Oh my god, my buttons are so sticky. It's good. Whatever. Maybe stop, maybe stop shooting the, the red 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 red. on your keyboard. <laughs> it's the beer, you chucklehead. It's called trip, tripophobia. This yes. is really creepy looking. Yes. I can't look at it. Yeah. It'll it, make, me, make me anxious and Barf. scared. Like when I see it on uh, photoshopped on people's feet, it scares me because I have like five. Ah, in- I should not have clicked on the images. I have like five <laughs> inches awful. of callus on my foot. So it's like I have the superpower of stepping on glass and having it not go into my foot. It just kind of like breaks on my callus and then <laughs> lays on the floor. Yeah. I literally just, dude, in the summertime, I walk around barefoot. I'll walk outside and I'll just walk on the fucking. I'll take the garbage out barefoot. Walk uh, on and around rocks here, and everything. What's fucking that? Needles and glass everywhere. Blah. Oh, I keep my eye out for needles and shit. I'm not walking through. Well, you could just put grass. shoes on. <laughs> I'm, not walk, I'm not walking with patches of grass out there, man. I'm, I'm talking about like walking my on the concrete. Yeah. I let that uh, hot, hot concrete like burn callus on my foot, so that way I have like a superpower foot. So when I take it to the 
to go get a pedicure, they have to grate it with a cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> you make those like, poor Korean like, ladies take I'm care like, of those bust feet out for the you, fucking man. saw iron. Well, you gotta do the soak gonna... first, and then you can just like pick at it. Yeah. They do their nice soak. I gotta go get one of those, man. Yeah, I should do too. I, got I remember I got one. I've never gotten that before. Too. Remember I got one. And Me they, neither. She cheese grated my foot, mm-hmm. and she there was so much there that she like decided to show everybody. Wow. Oh, look at this. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Being publicly that. shamed at the fucking And then they put a whole place. bunch of lotion on my feet, and then they give me their stupid little paper flip-flops, <laughs> and I, I take one step, and my foot slips because it's just covered in lotion. <laughs> I slip, and I fall right on my ass. Well, you got used to the calluses, man. In front of everybody, man. I was like, no. So bad. It's not good. No bueno. No bueno. no bueno. Listeners, if any of you know how to de-stickify a keyboard that you dump beer all over, please let me know because the keys are really fucking sticky. <laughs> uh, yeah, right you just now. need to uh, take care uh, of like a paper towel and some uh, like rubbing alcohol. And, oh, that's and, a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's basically how you clean any electronics in general. Is just but like I have to turn the thing some, off. Some some right? rubbing alcohol with paper towel or and a then swab. just like damp dab it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you not being able to see. Jodas did a dab. And oh. I don't mean like He didn't weed. just smoke one. <laughs> no, I the the dance move from 2013. Yeah. Oh, was I got that a funny 2013? story. 2013? Really? No, it was No, wasn't. that was like 2016. It was like 2016. I was on a cruise with my family. <clears throat> We're in the Bahamas. We're at this miniature golf place. And the cool thing about this miniature golf place is they set it up so every six holes you move past the bar <laughs> to try and encourage you to buy more beer. <laughs> Anyways, I was we were at we had finished, and I had was doing the scorecard, and I had beat my sister Renee by one stroke, and I'm like, "Here you go, Renee!" And then I just did the most epic dab ever, and the guy running the place was like the world's most stereotypical Jamaican, <laughs> so he's like, "Ooh, look at that white boy dab there!" <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Everything's Ari. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think we should. I think, I think we're I think done. We have, uh, I think we've overstayed our welcome on the beefy, on the beefy posts, on the beefy boys. You know. Word. I, I mean, it's nice to shoot the shit. I mean, we have almost an hour. This is a full episode we got here, y'all. Yeah, we could probably let's, record uh, another one. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we have any more topics. I think we're all out of content. I think we're done. Man. I think we're officially dried. The well has been dried up. All right, well, write in. Let it's us know. Start digging for oil, man. Let us know what you want us to talk about. If you have any tips for getting rid of bamboo, if you are a goat expert, goat expert. give me some goat herder recommendations, how to get rid of a sticky keyboard. <laughs> this has been episode 28 or whatever, I think. I'm Joe. Vito, say something. Thank you. Say goodbye, Christian. Derp. And we'll see you guys next week.